So let's take it back for the top nice and slow. Here we go, five, six, seven, eight. We're going one and two and three and four. Bring it in, five, six, snap your fingers. Yeah, so it should go straight, straight, bend, and it should feel some type of way. Sit in that back. Yeah, let's do it one more time and then add on. I remember my teacher. I remember exactly how she looks, and I I wanted to be like her. Like I remember the way she looked, the way she danced. I just thought, like you know, kids they're inspired by princesses or whatever they are inspired by. And I remember thinking, I want to look like that. I want to dance like that. I want to be like that. So that was a good enough reason for me to want to come back to class. It wasn't because I might be like such an amazing dancer. It was just the fact that I had a teacher that was so inspiring and fun. Every other teacher in my whole career of dance, I'm still in touch with today. I have a lot of gratitude for them, and they're, they're a big part of my life, my teachers. That was Rea Harmouche, creator of 567 Ray, dancer, choreographer, artistic director, and teacher in our second installment to The Real Raw Dance. Rea was talking about her childhood teacher and all those who came after. And being an educator myself, I know that teaching is a tough job that receives little recognition, and I therefore appreciate Rea's gratitude. In part one, Rea took us through her journey from corporate employee to dancer. And in this part two, we get just as personal and talk about how being a dancer doesn't always translate into being a choreographer or a teacher and how dance shaped Rhea's mission. In this second installment of Real Raw Dance, Rhea talks to us about inspiration, creativity, and empowerment through inspirational teaching. I'm your host, Tarek Azmi, ex-corporate grinder, now turned serial entrepreneur, founder of Here's Good News, and my mission is to transform individuals into extraordinary versions of themselves. Here's Good News company is dedicated to leadership development, coaching, personal training, and nutrition. Resources designed to guide you and your employees through a transformative journey. On this show, I speak to entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs alike. My guests and I share valuable lessons to motivate and drive you to take action towards living your dream or building a strong team or solving for a problem to improve lives. Subscribe to always get here's good news first. Benefit from a no commitment coaching call. Rate and review the show because it helps others find it. And if you found it beneficial, please share with your entourage too. And now for this real raw dance, part two with Rhea Harmouche. A teacher has to come up with choreographies, of course, because she's teaching a class or he's teaching a class and they need to create the class. They need to create the dance. That doesn't necessarily make you a choreographer, in my books at least. A choreographer is not just someone who creates a dance routine. A dancer can create a dance routine. There's a lot of dancers that they can just create a dance. How does one or you transition from dancer to choreographer? Because they are two different things. Dancing is one thing. Choreography is another thing. Because not only do you need to show people what to do, but you actually have to break things down in a way that makes sense. How does that happen? Yeah, it's more than just break things down. Yeah, it's a very good question, actually. Okay, so not every dancer is a choreographer, not every choreographer is a dancer. And, and it's not a natural succession. It doesn't mean 
if you're a dancer today, so oh, okay, 10 years from now, now your natural transition, like as you put it, is a choreographer. It it happens a lot in a dancer's career, but it, it doesn't mean that this is this is the next step for you. All right. Um, and there's so much a dancer can be doing later on in his, his or her career as a dancer, which doesn't need to be a choreographer. For me, I'll start with the choreography. Choreography has more than just dancing in it. You have to be creative. You have to have a vision. You have to understand formations. You have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to understand music to a certain degree. And a choreographer has to be a huge team player in the sense that as a, you, as a choreographer, you don't stand alone. You work with a director, you work with an artistic director, you work with the lighting team, you work with a stage manager, you work with um, actors, with the dancers, with an assistant. So this choreographer is almost like the an orchestrator. I luckily have this experience I took it from advertising when I was in advertising I was this uh, this person that had to orchestrate so many different entities so I kind of knew how to like while this is running this happens so somehow it kind of came a little bit more natural choreography in essence has a lot to do with creation whilst the dancer doesn't need to be a creator a dancer just takes the steps takes the movement and applies the teacher, the choreographer is there telling you what to do, is directing you. Exact same thing as a director and an actor, for instance. The actor is just executing in his level of expertise and in his talent as an actor what the director is seeing. He wants him to do so and so and so, and he's physically bringing it to life. The dancer is bringing it to life through movement, and the choreographer is picturing that whole thing, putting the puzzle together. I, as a choreographer, me, I work a lot with the talent of the dancer I'm working with. So my style as a choreographer changes depending on who I'm working with. So I can't just be like, this is me. I'm this choreographer. This is how I do things. No, I have to kind of adapt to who I'm working with. And that's where I think I've I found a passion because I just started finding a love for creating and making something that, that started off as an idea into an actual thing, like a piece, like a masterpiece or an art or a Something that I can visually see to make it a thing is, is amazing. It's very rewarding. And that leads me perfectly into the piece of this conversation, which has to deal with inspiration and creativity. Before we move on with the show, a quick message. I have taken a personal interest in Here's Good News sponsorship and make sure to choose partners that are aligned with my mission to transform individuals into the best versions of themselves. That's why I have chosen Matter Nutrition as my meal plan providers. Their meals are nutrient-dense, which means even at a caloric deficit, you will feel satiated and won't suffer from hanger. They have a huge variety to choose from to set up weekly deliveries to your home. Choose a meal plan from two to five courses. You will enjoy every one. Find them at matternutrition.xyz on Instagram or via their website, matternutrition.xyz. And tell them Tariq Azmi sent you to get a 15% off your 20-day meal plan membership. And now, back to the show. Fast forward to the future where you've become a choreographer. You've noticed how that career that you hated actually prepared you to what you were 
to become with the idea of how to work with different people, how to put that canvas together. So there was that structure that translated into that performing arts, the creative aspect of how do I create a choreography? I'm not just dancing. I'm not just a dancer. I don't put a routine. I actually create a choreography. And on that point, tell me, what are your sources of inspiration? How does creativity come about? Do you think that people are born creative or it is something that you can nurture as you go along? I think a lot of people are born born with creativity, yes, of course. Um, but it's not to say that you can nurture it, that you cannot uh, build on it and find different dimensions to it. And even the most creative of people are still challenging themselves to become yet even more creative. So I would say creativity comes from experience and from within. Me, I get my creativity from things that I'm feeling, truly. That's why they say the dancers are very soulful people. Like... They dance with their soul. They leave their soul on stage because the create the creativity comes first and foremost from the, from the gut, from inside, from what's happening within. And then you emote, you emote through your movement, and it's it it, it triggers you or it touches people's hearts. That's amazing. I like how you put it all together. I always imagine creativity to be innate. And it's great how you show where one can pull from personal experience and emotion, both in terms of creation and inspiration. Rhea, the last thing I want to close with is what are you doing right now to scale 567 Ray? And where do people find you? Uh, perhaps further questions about passion and purpose related to dance, but also on following their dreams. All right. Amazing. So I have a dance company. It's called 567 Ray. It's based off of the infamous 5678 that every dancer, every teacher starts off their counts with the 5678. I recently built this company and for the time being, the best place to get in touch regarding any classes that I give, it would be through email. The email address would be alive with Ray, speaking of feeling alive. So A-L-I-V-E with Ray at gmail.com. Any questions you have regarding any age group, any style of dancing, we will be happy to answer you guys and give you the details of where the classes are conducted. And uh, it depends on how you want to get in touch with me because I also, I work with brands and I do campaigns and all that. So for business inquiries regarding collaborations and marketing and uh, and uh, performances and choreographies, I have a separate email address that people are more than welcome to contact me re regarding that. It's info at 567ray.com. And uh, that, that would be uh, regarding any business inquiry. So that's how you can get in touch with me. Um, uh, and also traditionally, I, I would say you can always find me on Instagram. I'm very active on, on Instagram. It's just my full name, Rhea Harmouche. And um, I engage with anyone and everyone who is an audience member. Anything you, you, you ask me, I'm very active on my on my social media i like to talk to the people that take the time to talk to me so yeah there's a lot of people say they just ask me a simple question like i'm 25 years old is it too late to start dancing i always answer them because i i feel like i owe it to them to give them that answer you know so again if you want to reach me for something as simple as that ask me a quick question like that instagram is your place and and yeah and so i part of what my company does is i have three legs to it so the first leg would be the teaching aspect and i teach kids from the age of three all the way up to mine and your age. And then I um, create, so there's a bunch of brands that I work with and concepts and ideas, videos that I do in terms of creation. That's another leg to 567Ray as a company. And the third part is, which now I'm hopefully that COVID is now starting to be 
a little bit behind us is the performance aspect. So these are these are still in the talks. I haven't really revealed this to the people. So you're one of the few people that are hearing this first is that I'm going to be holding auditions for people to join Five Six Seven Ways Dance Company in the performance aspect. So uh, not in the teaching, not in the creation, but in the performance category where. Uh, I want to build uh, a safe place, a home, whatever you want to call it, for dancers, young, old, professional, uh, to audition and to to have a place, a seat at the at the in the team of Five Six Seven Ray. Because I do get asked to create asked to create jobs, to create performances, uh, artistic dances uh, in all genres of dancing, whether it's ballet or hip hop or or aerial dancing, whatever whatever you may think of as an artist. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be creating those auditions, hopefully towards Q4 of this year, to build on the performance aspect. Now that we can be in, uh, in uh, what do you call it, face-to-face -face events where we can perform for, for an audience. Uh, Rhea, that is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed every single minute of this talk. Me too, so much, so, so much. It was really, really nice. I'm Tarek Azmi. Thank you for listening. Here's Good News Podcast is a Here's Good News production. The show is recorded via Zoom with each individual from their preferred place of work. That's why occasionally you hear background noises and network interference. Production, editing, copywriting, music, sound design, audio editing, and hosting all by me, Tarek Azmi. The key messages I share are scripted. The full-length interviews with my guests are not. Here's Good News is a company dedicated to your personal and professional growth through leadership workshops, mindset shift coaching, and personal training and nutrition. Please rate and review the show because feedback is critical and it helps others find the show. Visit heresgoodnews.com and subscribe to the newsletter to receive exclusive content. Take action and here's Good News. You can make it.